You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with Jason Shear, aka Giggles McGee. And we'll see how much he giggles in this podcast. He's being silly tonight. We are here with the much anticipated, promised. This is a heavy podcast. Early basketball podcast. That is right. We're bringing Arizona men's basketball back. Because when you think about it, Shelby, and I know you're thinking about it, we have a podcast tonight, Wednesday. Yep, yep. We got to do the Washington preview on Thursday. Yep, yep. We got to do the red and blue recap on Friday. Mm-hmm. And we got to do the football recap on Saturday. This is a lot. We yeah. have a lot going on. I uh, hope everyone's ready. Buckle up. And then Sunday, we're going to do the all-musical podcast that mm-hmm. someone requested. Oh, yes. We're going to start practicing that as well. So it won't just be... Extemporaneous. That's a great word. I don't know what that means. Extemporaneous. It means on the fly. Sounds like you have a disease. Okay. Well, that's not what it means. Damn, Bob, did you get rid of that extemporaneous? (laughs) Anyway, Arizona men's basketball is making its return. The red and blue game is on Friday. We know nothing. It's not the red and blue game, Shelby. Okay. We need to correct the blue and red game. It's the red and blue or the red blue showcase. Oh my god! Like Why are they not... changing shit? Like no. Whoa! Arizona's not running it. Position Ugh. Sports is running, so it's going to look. I I don't know what it's going to look like. The implication is that there is a scrimmage of sorts, so I don't think we're getting a full game. In a, in the in that there will be a dunk contest and there will be some like skill stuff. It's going to be different. Yeah, but will there be fire? Because that's all the only reason to go. I would hope so. Or like else those, I'll walk those, out. When they do the entrance with the fire. Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry and Allie are hosting. Uh, they had a... Um, they had a... a tete-a-tete today. A Zoom meeting. Zoom... It's not a Zoom meeting. Do you know what Zoom is? Do you want me to explain it to you? Yeah, it's... Uh, so we got to ask <laughs> questions and stuff. That's on Wildcat Authority on the message board. Ooh. So make sure you check that out. I'm not going to put it on the front page because they have potty mouths. And I don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Um, so it is actually really funny. Do you know the first time I met Channing Fry was with the old boss of mine that you may know? And I walk into, it, might, it wasn't Luke's office. Is it he office. who shall not be named? Yeah, it was okay. a basketball assistant's office. And I walk in and I'm about to introduce myself to new freshman Channing Fry. And he's hanging out with current and former players. And he just lets one rip. I mean, just lets out a huge fart and then shakes my hand. And that was literally the first impression I ever had of Channing Oh, my Fry. God. Wow. And uh, I'm pretty sure he would still do that now. So That's great. How mature. What a great story. Thank you. I have other stories. Uh, what about that time you drove Little Center around Las Vegas? That was fun. That was fun. I heard all about that. You could do anything in those days. Back in the day? Back in the day, if you were recruiting website, you could literally just do whatever you wanted. I didn't, but... You, you followed the rules. 
for the most part. Anyway. I've only been interviewed by the NCAA twice. Um, my brain just exploded when you said that. <laughs> Hold on a second. I'm trying which, to... which part? The NCAA or the farting? I don't, I don't like either story Well, the NCAA all. was just like, hey, do you know about this? And I said no, and that was the whole interview. Nice. But you are on record with NCAA somewhere. I'd assume. Jason Shear said no. Um, I know what I was going to say. I had a coworker call me all excited today, or like a colleague from another department, but he's a huge Arizona fan. And he's like, Shelby, I got seats near the court for the red and blue game. And where are you sitting? And I was, I was like, well, my, my husband... AKA Jason Sherbog had authority will be at the game. Oh, yeah. But um, our daughter is dancing um, with the varsity line on Friday night. So one of us has to parent. So I will be doing that in his stead. So I will not. And I'm, apparently I'm missing a whole thing. Like people are losing their minds over the streaming thing. Like they're not streaming this game. Holy crap, Shelby. Why don't you read the first question? I'm getting there. I was segueing into it. Seguar. Seguar. Segway. Let's just say words wrong. Like anything that's a French Bianca, word. our dog just passed out on the floor. Is she okay? Bianca got hit by the sniper. She yeah, just Bianca. literally tipped over. And by the way, I'm also doing this with another dog so curled were, up on top of me. You were super busy at work today. This I is was. one of the first times that we've actually seen each other today. Did you know DeAndre Ayton was traded? Um, I vaguely remember seeing his name on Twitter, but I didn't get a chance yeah. to comprehend that. Uh, weird trade. Weird trade. I'm not going to go. I went into it on with Mike on his podcast. We'll shout them out a little bit. Yeah, PHNX. the PHNX. But, uh, yeah, weird trade for everyone, except for Milwaukee. Also, you should watch Mike's PHNX. Whoa, you should Mike, watch Mike's <laughs> what? <laughs> PHNX Whoa. podcast from today with Jason because Jason had some guest stars. Uh, Bianca was on camera. But most importantly, And also Maxie. Maxie. We're, as you know, my mom heard her wrist. We're babysitting Maxie. He is... We're, we're babysitting his mother's dog, he's Maxie. He's either 13 or 14 years old. He's so old, guys. He's got cataracts, but he's he's he, a lover. And he loves me. He doesn't know how to use his tongue. He's never known how to use his tongue. He just shoves his whole face in a water bowl, and he's then he makes a mess. a medical condition where like he doesn't know when to stop drinking. So he'll just literally, if you put water in front of him, I'm pretty sure he would drink himself to death. So we have to like put he's it down. Warrior, Take it away from him. We have to cut him off from the water bowl from the other dogs. But he really is the best dog. It's not been stressful at all. You know, it's been wonderful. But anyway, Max is laying next to me and he's so sweet. Um, oh, I will read the first question now. Are you ready? That was a long introduction. You see, Shelly, I was born on <laughs> August 2nd. Also, don't come at us or make comments like, whoa, that was a long introduction. Just get to the basketball, guys. Whatever. Let's give out my social security. Get now. out your, get your own podcast. Oh, my God. Anyway. Let's get to the streaming issue. We're just going to get it out of the way. Why isn't it the game being shown? And who should we blame? And give us their Twitter handle. Okay, so here's who Arizona's blaming. Arizona's blaming the Pac-12. Ooh, good one. It's saying that the Pac-12 does not want to dedicate the resources with football the next day and all that. Does not want to dedicate the resources to show the red and blue game. Now, as you all know, it's been rough for the Pac-12. There's only five employees left, guys. I've been told you left, but so the conference passed the deal in order to make sure that everyone got enough money to keep them through and they get a bonus actually if they stay through a certain date instead of looking and leaving, whatever. But the belief within the Pac-12 is that 
um, the numbers are going to be severely cut. Like the broadcast will still go on, but it's going to be severely undermanned. Because the Pac-12 doesn't want to give the resources. Now, I don't necessarily buy the Arizona side of it. And the Arizona side of it is that basically because of the football game and the technology and everything that needs to get set up for the football game the next day, it is hard to be able to live stream the basketball game. Could it be done? Yes. But the way it was described to me was that it couldn't be done at a quality that Arizona would feel comfortable with. Now, what's interesting here, Shelby, mm-hmm. is that this situation is actually likely to happen in the future. Oh. Because there is no Big 12 network. Right. So... Um, you're basically saying, now look, Arizona could choose to stream it on their own. That is very possible in the future, um, but they have to figure that out because there is no Big 12 network, so the chances of this being on actual television moving forward are not actually as good as they were under the Pac-12. The Pac-12 would just normally shove it on, here you go, because the ratings were pretty decent, actually. Mm-hmm. In a normal year, that's what would happen. But there is no Big 12 network, so you would have to basically tell ESPN+, Plus, hey, can you put it up? Um, Kansas streams their own, other people stream their own. Arizona likely has to find a way to stream their own, which is fine, it's still available, but don't be surprised if this thing isn't on major television, if you want to call it Pac-12 major television, moving forward. It's gonna have a different look to it completely in terms of availability and access that people get. Boo, sounds a little fishy, but you know, whatever. I don't buy the Arizona side. Well, It just feels like they could find a way if they really wanted to. So then the question is, why do they not want to? And B, like, I don't really buy the Pac-12 thing. Like, Arizona is your flagship oh, basketball program. Because they have multiple football games on Saturday that they have to get out to. There's a Pac-12 game, and even though it's not on the Pac-12 network, I believe they're sending people to, and they have to have a studio show that day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So they're basically saying, look, it's just not as important and it's not important enough to put our manpower in and they're down manpower to begin with. Whatever. I don't buy it. Okay, well, I'm hey. And That's you, why who's... you should sign up to wildcatauthority.com. <laughs> we will be there. I will give as much play-by-play. I will ask my SID, Nate, my buddy, how much I could film for you guys or if they're going to film. I believe they're going to film some stuff and make it available on YouTube. The next day, I need to confirm that. I'll confirm that. But that's wildcatauthority.com. We'll have full coverage and analysis 
and a podcast. Follow at jasonshear.com yes. if you're not already doing it. And follow at Ms. Shelby K and explain to her what a trap queen is. Yeah, we were walking around Target just a little bit ago and I was like, babe, what's a trap queen? And he just died laughing at me and then he tweeted about it. So yeah. I don't know all the terms the kids use oh my nowadays. God, that's really old thing. You might <laughs> want to get a number two. Um, is the number two about trap queens or? Could no? be. Okay. Uh, 2024 Star Center, Emmanuel Stephen or Stephen? Stephen. Stephen. That's such a confusing, the PH thing in that. Anyway, Emmanuel Stephen. You read that whole question wrong. You want to try again? 2024 <laughs> Four Star Center. I thought I said that. No, you said 20, 2024 Star Center. <laughs> Emmanuel okay. Stephen. Okay, 2024 Four Star Center, Emmanuel Stephen will be on campus this weekend. He may be streaming. He may not be streaming. Uh, what do we know about his recruitment? So a lot of times, Shelby, timing gives away everything in terms of recruiting, right? Yes. And here's the timing. So I got word a couple weeks ago that Emmanuel Steven would at some point be deciding in October. So I'm like, okay, he's going to take some visits. So he's going to be on campus for a red and blue game, right? And then he is deciding and making his announcement on Tuesday. Okay? Mm -hmm. That... Usually, not always, but usually what that means is that a kid already knows where he wants to go and he just wants to visit campus um, to make it official. Now, keep in mind, his Kansas visit is scheduled for October 6th. The commitment on the 3rd would mean that he would not be visiting Kansas. The only other school that is truly in contention for Emmanuel Steven is Kansas. But if he's canceling his Kansas visit and making his announcement a few days, Shelby, after his Arizona visit, one could surmise mm. that Arizona Strong. is the very likely choice. Now, crazy things have happened in recruiting. We all know that. Uh, blah, blah, blah. But um, so he emerged and just giving you a little bit about his game. He really emerged over uh, the summer. He's seven feet. He's not 76, 11. Um, he's built really well, super long arms. Um, his offense isn't his specialty. He works really hard. Um, he runs the floor really well, uh, defends really well. Um, great kid. He, he reminds me he's built differently. Like, he's, he's actually more physically built than Christian Coloco was at the same time. But he reminds me a lot of how Coloco came in with, like, no offensive game. Like, if he's around the basket, you could dunk it. If you watch Steven, um, he's not a threat to post up and then go to work that way. His offense is going to come off putbacks and finishes near the basket, all that. Um, he runs and plays so hard, and he'll get points around the basket – um, but again, he's not going to like shoot a 15-foot jumper. Does that develop eventually? Maybe. But you're getting him for his effort level, his defense, and he's a guy that has absolute uh, NBA potential because of that fact. Like it wouldn't surprise me um, at all if he wound up playing in the NBA. In-state kid because he goes to to Dream Christian, right? Uh, he's good. Like he's a, he's a very uh, solid pickup. I like him a lot, and he's a guy that I think, uh, you know, you look at Arizona and how they play with their bigs and all that, um, he's a guy that, that he fits in 
very well, in my opinion. So. And your opinion matters. Well, it's the only thing that matters, Shelby. Okay. All right. Thank you for that wonderful summary, Jason. I appreciate you. We all appreciate you. Jeez. <laughs> um, well, how about 2025 forward Hudson Greer? Yeah, so he's 2025, so he's not even close to deciding. I mean, Emmanuel Steven, we know when he's deciding. Hudson Greer isn't remotely cl- close, and he's the type of guy where the more coaches that go see him, uh, the more offers that he's going to have. Uh, he's already got Alabama, Auburn, Cal, Creighton, Iowa, LSU, Oklahoma State, TCU, Texas, UCLA, USC, um, all of them, right? Like, he, he's got plenty of offers uh, and absolutely no rush to make a decision, uh, but he is very good. Uh, you know, and, and the thing is that, again, we, we've talked about in this podcast before, Shelby, we look at players where they're better than the last time you saw them. So if I go see Hudson Greer this weekend and I see him – three months from now, three months from now, in an ideal world, he's better. Hudson Greer is that type of guy. Plays hard, um, comes from a basketball family. His dad played at St. Mary's. Super athletic, um, great motor, and really understands the game. Like, there is something to be said for someone that comes from a basketball family, uh, really understands the game. He, He can improve his shooting a little bit, but his mechanics are fine. Like, you don't look at him and go, like, man, this dude shouldn't be shooting. Uh, at all like and so um, you know the plan is for him unless something changed has been uh, to be in the red and blue game to visit he's probably not committing uh, until next summer he said um, he's gonna drag it out a little bit not in a bad way but he deserves to do it and um, yeah like he's a guy where they're gonna put the full court press on and, and Arizona should be right there to the end the, the coaching staff I think visited him this past week and they're gonna keep visiting him as long as they're allowed to wonderful I'm excited about that one. Um, moving on to the game itself, i.e. the red and blue showcase, though no one will call it that. Uh, what are you most excited to see? Uh, I just like seeing guys up close. You know, I mean, remember, like, all these guys we saw play in international, and I didn't make that trip, clearly. Um, so, you know, what is uh, a guy like, you know, I've seen Jaden Bradley, I've seen Caleb Love. What does a guy like Krivis look like in person? What does a guy like Morauskas look like in person? Um, has Kylan Boswell improved? And look, it, it's this goes to the next question, but um, I'm more, I, I'm just, I, I, I don't read anything into these games whatsoever, but I do like seeing things that I haven't seen before. And just the overall atmosphere, it's fun, because when you get stuff like this, you can start to kind of think about basketball again, as opposed to having it, you know, in the back of the mind. Um, speaking of that, how much value... Do you take from what you're going to see on Friday? Literally nothing. Absolutely nothing. Now I'm going to analyze it and we will discuss it as if we see value in it because other people may see value in it. Me personally, um, I've seen enough of these to not take anything away. Now there's things that you could still look for, Shell. Like you could say, okay, um, like I saw Umar Balo international trip. He was overweight. I saw him on campus a week ago. He looked to be in much better shape. So what kind of shape is he in during... How is he moving? Right, Friday showcase. How is he moving? Um, again, you look at the size and the strength. Does this guy look bigger than he was at this time last year? Um, you know, Boswell, uh, is he bigger and stronger? How does Caleb Love approach certain things? And that's what you kind of look for. 
Um, you, the rotations aren't going to be there. None of that other stuff is going to be there, but um, I don't take a lot of value into that. It's mostly just kind of physical attributes and, and things like that. It's like a glorified pep rally and introduction yeah, right. of the current team this year. I would say that you could actually take way more yeah. from a football spring game or spring scrimmage than you can this, because at least in the scrimmage, you're doing a lot more of what you would do in an actual game. Right. Um, okay, so who is going to win the Siddiqui Johnson Overreaction Award? Yes, my favorite award. Shout out, Siddiqui. I don't know where he is. But um, uh, if you don't know where he is, hopefully he's he's okay. Um, <laughs> wow. The empathy is just astonishing. I think he's, well, I think he's in prison, now that I think about it. What? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure he's in prison. He might be out by now. Um, Why do we have this question? Because, Shelby, he is in prison. <laughs> He might be out. I don't know. Uh, Siddiqui Johnson, and and you could there's other people that you could say it, but um, in Siddiqui Johnson, the red and blue game, he had like a legendary performance, and basically, it was uh, he was like when you watched him, uh, you said, "Oh my God, this guy is." I'm trying to find the box score for it. This guy is. Yes, here we go. 2011, Shelby. Siddiqui Johnson was 7 of 7 from the field, made two threes, had 18 points, and three boards. Okay. Looked like the best player of all time in that game. You're like, oh, my God. Um, that was it. That was the last of Siddiqui Johnson. Uh, it was just funny. I mean, Jesse Perry in that game. But, yeah, I mean, it, it was fun. But you look for the guy that's going to dominate and not do – maybe I should pick up a different player. But you look for a guy that's going to – do well and then probably not do much that the rest of the season. Um, I'm going with Philly B, my guy Philly B. I think that the scrimmage up and down is going to be nice for him. He'll probably put on a little bit of a show, but even though he played better in the international stuff, I just don't see where his rotation minutes come from this season. And, and red and blue is kind of more of a generally it's more of a guards thing, but we'll see. I don't even know, Shell. The scrimmage could be five minutes for all I know. I have no idea. So it's all new. New things happening. Some people don't like change, but this is what's happening this year. And, you know, if you really wanted to go, like, I don't want to sound like a jerk, but, you know, if you don't live in Tucson and you didn't buy a ticket, you're just not going to see it. But, Shelby, you could join wildcatauthority.com. I will be your eyes, your ears, your lips. I will be everything. Wow. For a brief few hours? Yes. Okay. How generous of you. If you Venmo me, I'll buy you nachos and eat them for you. <laughs> I will do anything. Oh, that's so good. When we went to see SmackDown last Friday, I went to go get a water bottle with Brielle. And she's like, Mom, are you getting nachos? I was like, no, I'm, I'm not getting nachos. And she's like, you really like stadium nachos. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I don't I don't need nachos. And we got up to the line and I was like, what nachos, please? Yeah, I would give it a C minus. Wasn't very happy with those nachos. The they, cheese yeah. was a little too orange for me, and uh, they don't give you very much. So C they minus. Did not, I thought it was a lot? They don't put it on the chip. They had you dip. That's not nachos. Okay. Nachos well, are when the cheese is on the chip. Okay. Well, it's sound stadium, off. Wildcat stadium authority. Stadium nachos. Who, oh, you know who's really an expert at this is Cody James Martin. Yeah, McHale has solid nachos. Yeah, it does. They're good. Cody used to get those barbecue pork nachos, but I can't eat those in type. The one thing that I'm sad about, and this is like a third world problem, so sorry if I sound like this, 
But before COVID in McHale, Andy met a football game. They had the onion. So like the lady that was always grinding the onions to get it little. So like I get my nachos and I would add the onion. And it was amazing. Don't they grill them now? Don't they have the little woman grilling them? On the yeah, platform? but they don't have the ground ones like that you would put on a Dave hot dog. Hickey, if you're listening to this. And so they got rid of that after COVID because I, I guess it was too messy or something. I don't know. So now I don't have those anymore and it makes me sad. Yeah, that's if you're if you're listening to this, Dave Hickey, email my wife at trapqueen13 at <laughs> gmail.com. Hashtag bring the onions back. Yeah. So thank you, everyone. We'll be right back here. Shelby is going to predict an Arizona win on Friday night. No. Arizona will win Friday night. Anyway, bear down. Bear down. Shelby, what other school do you think has a showcase that people give a crap about? Ugh. In the Pac-12? Um, exactly. None. Uh, None. Uh, Zero. I mean, move. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo, thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future, new documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.